you Yeah, yo There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here by that I'm behind you But always got you, end the discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, hopping down, cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. The story contained in the following auditory experience is free of sex, drug references, drug dealers, guns, gangs, pimps, prostitutes, and twerking. Although the title of this tale contains a hip-hop reference and the story largely taking place in an urban setting, this is not to be classified as urban street literature. We prefer that it be more aptly classified as hip-hop fantasy. My word is born 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 The Chronicles of a Hip-Hop Legend, Paths of Grand Wizardry. Written, produced, arranged, and narrated by D.D. Turner for the Turner Scribe Publishing Group. Original music composed and produced by The Passion Hi-Fi for Evil Twin Records, UK. Kwame Harris for Successful Tones Publishing. Kyle Owens for Impact Records, Fresh Air Management. I now give you the Chronicles of a Hip-Hop Legend, Paths of Grand Wizardry. Chapter 13. Chris anticipated the blaring bark of the day-in bell. When it finally arrived, without Rashawn, he darted home with the speed and preciseness of a guided missile. Upon entering the apartment, he completely abandoned his customary routine and headed straight for his bedroom. He sat before his computer desk and pondered the distant likelihood of the medallion and the Viewatron possibly owning a state of disappearance. He hadn't checked for the Viewatron since retrieving it from his locker and placing it in his bag, and the BBF jewelry ensemble felt as though it was no longer draped around his neck until, Ouch! Chris screeched. The uniquely structured chain link pinched his skin and provided a souring confirmation 
that it did in fact still remain around his neck. He immediately reached for his backpack and pulled back the zipper against its closed arch to reveal the watch and packaging tossed about with the several coil-spined Mead notebooks, sheets of discarded paper, and writing utensils. Chris took several seconds to examine the Viewatron 600 upon removing it from his backpack. It had been unlike anything that he had ever witnessed. He fidgeted with the buttons that lay atop the watch face and examined the distinctive and apparently active watch band. What's this? He reluctantly inquired as he added pressure to one of the finger sensory buttons. A voice bellowed five times in a rhythmic high-to-low pattern over a bass-heavy composition. The previously darkened, liquid-like watch screen burst into a vivid, piercing light. The sharp edges of the face, including parts of the watch band, brandished a tracing neon red light that could easily produce a vibrant outline should the apparatus ever be in the presence of full-on darkness. The face displayed a message, linking with HQ, to which Chris kept his eyes glued to in an unbreakable suspense. What up, what up, what up, what up? A thick baritone voice preceded the image of a corn-rolled, brown-skinned man by a mere millisecond. Yeah, shorty, talking to you. The man responded to the sight of Chris looking over both shoulders as if his attention was focused elsewhere. What? You're talking to me? Chris reluctantly asked, shocked at the thought that something like this mechanism actually existed. Who else am I talking to? I'm looking dead at you. The man confirmed. Wait, you can actually see me? Yes, I can see you. Then what am I doing? Chris asked as he scratched his head. You're scratching your head. The voice answered in an increasing, angered undertone. What about now? Chris asked, as he did several hand gestures before the Viewatron screen. You're moving your hands, fool. The man responded angrily. Okay, what about... Chris continued before being interrupted. Listen, shorty, I didn't reach out to you to play games. I don't have time for that. Man, they said you were bright, but I'm not so sure about that. Sorry, I'm just tripping. I've never saw one of these before, returned Chris. And you probably won't see one again. This is official BBF proprietary property. It's for private use only. Who are you? Chris finally inquired. My name is Knowledge Supreme, but most folks call me Watch Dude. That's fitting. I wonder how they came up with that name, Chris replied in a tone that reeked of sarcasm. Watch your mouth. Don't have me reach through this joint. I've been speaking with you for only a minute, and I can already see that the chance of your name making it on my Kwanzaa card list is looking slim. You feel me? A now impatient Watch Dude warned. They told me that all I need to do is provide guidance to the new kid, and I'll be eligible to take the Grand Wizard review. I'm telling you, somebody is player-hating. They don't want to see me as a Grand Wizard. Watch Dude expressed to himself, convinced that someone was conspiring against his progression within the BBF ranks. Pardon me, big homie. I don't mean to interrupt you during this moment of self-reflection, but what do you want from me? Chris plainly asked eager to find out the status of his fate with specific reference to the BBF. Basically, you've been pointed as Grand Wizard Stock One's replacement. 
return watch, dude. What? I can't pull that off. Dude was old enough to be my pops. Besides, I don't know the first thing about the BBF. In response to Chris's comment, Watch Dude sat quietly for several seconds within the confines of the Viewertron's flawless screen. He let his head hang and his body assumed an uncomfortable disposition. It was as if he knew something. Let me throw this out to you. Give me a list of your favorite MCs, past or present, male or female. Watch Dude asked as he lifted his brow. That's easy. Check the knowledge. Chris excitedly answered as he rambled off a list of some of the most legendary lyricists to ever clutch a microphone. Cool. Now, what are some of your favorite groups of all time? Inquired Watch Dude further. That's easy too. And with the same passion, Chris offered his multi-name response to the inquiry of Watch Dude. Lastly, run down some of your favorite lyrical battles of all time. Come on, man. You're making this way too easy. Check it out. And once again, Chris proceeded to answer precisely as if he had visited this discussion several times prior. But upon answering, he came to the realization that there was a trend amongst all of his responses. His list of favorites was composed of a fair amount of pioneering MCs. This was typically unheard of for someone his age. Now, check out your answers. They're beyond your age. Most teenage cats don't even know who these people are, but you do. You got something special. It's like a fundamental understanding and appreciation for the culture and all of its principles. This is what the BBF is checking for. We need someone that has the desire to continue to soldier for the cause and reinforce the cultural significance of hip-hop. You feel me? Watch dude clearly reasoned. You'll be given all the tools to make this happen. The support of the BBF is endless. He continued. Chris remained quiet. His feelings for hip-hop were genuine, and he was well aware of the dwindling state of the culture, as vividly depicted the day prior when he heard the whack rap music banging out of the trunk of a passing vehicle. But he questioned whether waging a war against feedback was something that he'd realistically be able to shoulder. What happened to stock? You're talking about tools and stuff, but I saw your man get bodied by some magical water giant. How do I know that this won't happen to me? Chris reasonably questioned. Straight up, shorty, there are no guarantees. But I can tell you that this thing here is magical and it will hold you down like a loyal co-defendant. Watch dude responded as he lifted his hand to show a BBF medallion that also hung around his neck. In response, Chris removed his sweatshirt to reveal the very same medallion that had been given to him by stock. Remaining quiet for several more seconds, he took the time to ponder his decision. Okay, I'm down, but I have some questions first, Chris stated in an assertive tongue. Cool. We'll get those questions answered. But first things first, place the Viewertron on your left wrist and don't worry about fastening the bands, instructed Watch Dude. Chris followed the instructions and balanced the unclasped mechanism on the top portion of his wrist. Okay, what next? Now, you're going to feel a several second pinch where the back of the watch face touches your skin. Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready, Chris confirmed hesitantly. One long steam burst seeped out between Chris's flesh and the back of the Viewertron's face. The pinching sensation was immediate and poignant and made the several second experience feel like it lasted for several minutes. 
A sigh of relief rolled from the lips of Chris as the episode ended with a rapid cooling sensation overtaking his entire wrist area. Okay, all done. Take the joint off for a second, Watch Dude requested. Chris removed the mechanism from his wrist to reveal a small flesh branding of the Two-Faced BBF logo centered atop his wrist. Evidence of the mark being created just seconds prior was completely void. It appeared as if he had the mark for several years. This is our societal mark. We keep it concealed because its purpose is not trivial, but to recognize our own. It distinguishes the real ones from the fake ones. Go ahead and drape the Viewatron back over your wrist. Watch Dude continued as he referred to the magical apparatus. Upon placing the Viewatron back on his wrist, the two sections of the highly durable wristband acted voluntarily and locked into one another. The LED nodes displayed vibrant lights almost immediately, and the small screen on the wristband burst forth with light and displayed the same flawless clarity as the main screen from which Watch Dude was broadcast. Cool. It would be fresh if you came by and checked out the complex tonight to meet everyone. There's no time restriction, so you can swing by whenever it suits you. Watch Dude notified. Just keep this fresh on your mind. The longer you take, the more blows hip-hop is taken to the chin. And you know, continuous chin checks and blows usually lead to a knockout. You feel me? Said Watch Dude. How do I get to the complex? What's the address? Well, there isn't one. It's sort of off the map. What do you mean, off the map? I can't just jump on a train or the bus to get to this complex? Asked Chris. There is no bus or train that will get you to the complex. But this button will summon the mode of transportation that can get you to the BBF complex and any other place that you would like to go. Once inside, you just need to pick your destination and it'll get you there. Word up. Watch Dude communicated, showing that he still remained in awe over this mysterious form of transportation. So if that's it, I'm out. 5,000 safe, 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 and with the release of Watch Dude's final words and old school parting salutation, the screen went dead, now completely void of the luminescence that previously lent itself to the high-quality screen. The LED nose remained alive, as did the small screen on the watch band. As instructed by Watch Dude, Chris pressed the button to call upon the BBF vehicle. Instantaneously, the small watch band positioned screen lifted from its respective niche and rotated upward 45 degrees to reveal the question, ride requested, across its vibrant face. Am I supposed to type yes? Where's the keypad? Chris asked of himself, not sure how he was expected to deliver his answer to the intuitive apparatus. Yes, Chris spoke in a brief but strong blare, reasonably assuming that a voice response would be suitable for such a highly technical mechanism. Received. Time of departure, Cypher. The Viewertron returned the question in a text format. 7 o'clock p.m.? Chris returned, figuring that time would be ideal. Received. Back alley pickup point at 1900 hours. The displayed message confirmed. BBF attire is required. Attire has been dispatched and can be located under bed at residence. Confirmation of dispatch is 1972XSWG68ASXL. The Viewertron returned once again in a text format.
Cipher? Attire? Chris thought to himself immediately following the conclusion of the enhanced text message. He immediately scurried towards his bed to look under it and sift through the several layers of discarded junk. To his surprise, a duffel-sized black plastic bag with the double-faced BBF logo vertically embossed on the showing side lay amidst the rubble. Upon negotiating the rather large bag from under his bed, Chris ruffled through the contents to find the following items. Four black fatigue pants, four traditionally camouflage fatigue pants, eight varying colored t-shirts with reproduced images of legendary hip-hop icons represented across the chest area, one pair of black-on-black Nike Classic Air Force One sneakers, one pair of white-on-white Nike Classic Air Force One sneakers, one pair of traditionally camouflaged Nike Classic Air Force One sneakers. Chris unfolded and examined each BBF-branded garment, wondering all the while how they obtained his sizing details. If I'm going to be rocking with the BBF, I'm going to need some privacy every now and again, Chris expressed loudly and directly, as if he was standing before a panel of BBF members. 4.15? Let me get started on this homework. I don't have much time, Chris confirmed as he shot a glance at his alarm clock to confirm the time. And immediately, he delved into his schoolwork, approaching each assigned task carefully and with a great deal of concentration. Turner coming to you live from the BBF complex. My Viewatron signal is having problems, so I'll make this quick. I wanted to personally thank you for listening, and also wanted to take this opportunity to inform you of some upcoming items. For starters, there is a second book in the series, as well as subsequent installments. You didn't think that I would bring you to the cliff's edge and not provide you with a parachute or gliding device. Check out for the second book in the series entitled Cypher and the Lost Relic of Pangea's Core. Set for release late 2014 or early 2015. Visit chroniclesofahiphoplegend.com to see information on book two. Visit the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend on Facebook and hiphops underscore wizard on Twitter or Instagram to receive new developments and information on the series. Also, keep an eye out for the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend merchandise. From stickers to t-shirts, we'll have an array of items for you to represent the series and the cause of Chris Cypher Ellison. Uh Uh-oh. Seems like the signal is compromised. Can you hear me? Hello? Hey, yo, can you hear me? Man, sounds like feedback may be close. I gotta bounce. Until next time, fam, this is Dee Dee Turner. Out, 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 out. So for you, yeah, yeah.
There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I'm behind you But always got you, hinder discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded prepare you For all of the above that I'm never letting get near you But still in all, give you every advantage I found Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown And since the baton was passed, I've been down Cause failing's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all my message to any dad, man, first off, know that, yeah, it, it is a hard job, but it's the greatest job in the world. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't change anything about it. Everything you're doing from here on out, if it didn't have purpose before, now it has purpose. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Just be a dad.